in three, two, one, go. Hey there, Mr. Baker. Give me yes, your sir. finest donut. Of course, of course. Whoosh. It was a Thursday morning, and it was time for my first sale of the day. This guy comes in every day at the same time. Others would consider him a loyal customer. I consider him suspicious. Whoosh. Here you are, sir, my famous plain donut. Oh, why, thank you. You know, the glaze gets stuck between my teeth. Whoosh. It didn't. I'm just on a low-sugar diet. (laughs) Ah, I see, I see. Well, that can happen. That's a sign of my famous recipe with my secret ingredient. Oh, yeah. The secret ingredient has been a guarded secret in my family for 30,000 years. We've been making donuts since the dawn of time. (laughs) So, um, what's the secret ingredient? (laughs) As if I ever told you. Whoosh. He might have, I don't remember. The real question is, who's a supplier? Whoosh. I see a strange guy coming in here every other day, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, that's my of... supplier, Jerry. Oh, Jerry. Yes. Seems like a he nice comes guy. In. He comes in from Cuba. Ah, Cuba, eh? Yeah. Whoosh. I don't know where Cuba is on a map. <laughs> I haven't exited the city in 30 years. And I'm only 25. Whoosh. So, um... Is it a secret ingredient from Cuba? Hmm. Whoosh. I thought this might have been a trick for me to reveal the secret formula. But whatever. Whoosh. Yeah, it is. Oh. It's a very, it's a very nice, uh, nice thing. Only from Cuba. Really? Only from Cuba, you say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Whoosh. I'm beginning to think that he knows too much. I have to stop this guy from shutting his mouth. Whoosh. Here, would you like another donut? This one has extra glaze. Extra glaze. I am on a lot. You know, it does get stuck between my teeth. But I guess I'll eat it. Whoosh. Oh, my diet's screwed. But, you know, he's giving me a free donut. I got. I can't be rude. I wonder if, I, uh, if this will help me taste the secret ingredient any better. Whoosh. How is it? It's pretty good. Little hint of peppermint, little hint of cinnamon. And why do I feel why do I feel all coozy all of a sudden? Whoosh! Oh my god, I think he's tasting the koozie. Whoosh. Alright, Buster. You know too much. Why the don't please don't hurt me, man. I I'm just just trying to eat a donut, see? Whoosh. I'm not sure my accent kind of switched there for a hot second. But you know what? This koozie was just too good. Whoosh. Look, I won't tell anyone about the koozie, man. You can't reveal the secret of my koozie. I think that secret is worth about 20 bucks. Ow. When 20 bucks, that's like... I mean, in 20 years, that'll be like a lot more than 20 bucks. But you know what? My life is worth everything. 
hand it over. Have my last $20 bill. Thank you. Now you promise you won't tell anyone? I promise. Okay. Have a good day. See you tomorrow. Oh, okay. See see you tomorrow. Whoosh. I wasn't going to come back tomorrow. I already been going to another donut shop anyway. I just felt bad wanting to keep going back to this guy. Whoosh. End of scene. What's the, um, uh, I'm not sure you guys have played TF2. Um, I have. <laughs> yeah, dude, um, there's this, the, there's the UFO mode or whatever. <laughs> the enemies are in yeah. the beam. So we are in the beam. <laughs> we are in the beam. A koozie, or in Australia, a stubby holder, is a fabric or foam sleeve that is designed to thermally insulate a beverage container, like a can yeah. or bottle. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that. I, I think I have one up downstairs. And that's in my <laughs> ingredient. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. secret ingredient. <laughs> it's just like up koozies. foam koozies in the donuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Welcome to This Will Take an Hour. Yeah, welcome. Oh, yeah, hey. Woo! <laughs> so, what that was was a game, an improv game called Film Noir. So, if you've ever seen a, a, a very, like an old black and white film noir movie, or if you've played the game like LA Noir, it, it's very similar to that where it's very deep and dark and i probably put some jazz behind it to make it seem very like <laughs> mysterious so um what you do is you have a short little scene and every now and then when you hear the whoosh sound it means that someone had just jumped into their inner monologue so whatever they say after the whoosh sound is what they're thinking and when they go whoosh again that means they're back into the scene I think it's that's... a very magical game. It is. Oh, definitely. So it many wishes. It really just transports you back into a time of black and white before <laughs> color existed, you know? It's, yeah. It's like a weird cross of classic film noir and Saved by the Bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> time out. Every, and if you're in person, it's like, and then every so often it becomes like the office where you just walk towards the camera. But uh, as you can tell by that bit of the podcast being in black and white, we, we really <laughs> try, to go, yeah. try to go all out for this one. All right. Well, welcome everyone to This Will Take an Hour podcast. Ooh. My name is Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hi. <laughs> who, who is <laughs> everyone my, else? My, that's my, it. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Alex. I didn't realize we were doing introductions again today. Uh, my Hi, name's Ethan. Hi, and y'all. I'm Sam. On this early morning podcast recording session. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How are y'all you feeling get... today? Tired. Mm. Yeah. Tired. A little drowsy. Mm-hmm. But you know, no. it's good. It's good. I'm all right. I'm I'm tipping. I got uh I got my uh, tea this morning. It is a green tea with ginger. Ooh, that's a good one. I got some uh yeah. some peppermint tea. I I don't have any tea, but I generally go for an Irish breakfast tea. I'm not a tea drinker, but I'm gonna grab some coffee before I leave here. Um, for those bean of you water. That, for you, brown <laughs> bean water. For those of you that don't know, part of the reason why we're recording so early this morning is about an hour and a half from now. Uh, Ethan and I, along with the junior members of our troop, will be uh, departing from Hollis, New Hampshire, to head up to Plymouth, uh, where we will meet Dylan and do uh, some some workshopping with the resident improv troop there. Named yeah, Limprov, which we're very excited about. Yeah, I cannot wait. This is gonna be so weird. You know, like 
in an episode of like a TV show, like an older TV show where they'd have crossover episodes. What is this? <laughs> Some kind of crossover episode? Exactly. <laughs> but they, they'd have a crossover episode and the improv expanded universe. <laughs> <laughs> the IEU. <laughs> Um, you, you, you'd have the crossover episode, so you'd have everyone who was supposed to be in that episode of whatever show it was, and then you'd have, like, three or four of another show come in, and they'd stand out so much, because, like, in an <laughs> animated show, it'd be, like, um, A different animation style. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, 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 fr- okay, um, was one thing, um, I forget, do we talk about, um... Matt Damon on Arthur. Yeah, we did last. Yes, time. we did. We did. Uh, no, but there's a there's Don't a show. There's a show that was like very, it was kind of like eh, but it was like an amazing concept. And I can't remember the name of the show. I'll try to find. Mighty it. B. No. <laughs> what God, was the no. concept? Uh, the concept was basically it's this guy who's Western animation, like uh-huh. normal cartoon, but he's stuck into an anime world with like anime logic, which he just does not understand because he's a Western cartoon. What? That sounds awesome. That sounds it's super cool. Really funny. Like of a concept. I don't remember being handled too well though. I think there but was like, an episode of uh Amazing World of Gumball where that happened. Oh uh, yeah. You're Gumball not is an underrated show. No, no, it's a separate show. Also, the reverse happened in Spider Man into the Spider Verse, which is Oh yeah. Incredible the movie. anime character came into the Western animated world. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That was very cool. That that entire movie is just yeah, Fantastic. everything about that movie is great. So let's let's get into some of the talk doc stuff here before we get too off the rails. Before they get up. So 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 I um I just tried to look up um a show with Western cartoon and anime, mm-hmm. and the first thing that comes up is Avatar: The Last Airbender, but next to it is a picture of Ruby <laughs> from Max like and Mr. Ruby. Teeth, Ruby. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought it was Max and Ruby. (laughs) No, no, Rooster Teeth. Teeth. Okay, can I just say that? I'm not not an anime watcher, so like, (laughs) this is all a little over my head. That show, Ruby, is just like a video game cutscene. Like, the entire thing is like a PS2 era video game cutscene. Yeah, which is like, it's strength, but also it's weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I couldn't watch it back when I watched a bunch of animes. I mean... Yeah, Grant also at the time, I feel like when it came out, people were like, were like really hyped off of like Red versus Blue. Yeah. Like they, they, it's like, it's hard to live up to how much hype and how well they did Red versus Blue. I just versus... sent you guys a picture of Max and Ruby for reference in case you don't remember what they look oh like. Oh my God. Oh, I'm looking at it right the now. Rabbits. They look really dumb. Uh, it's like, it's I, like Peppa Pig, but British. Yeah. That, they're like is British. <laughs> Wait, yeah. <laughs> Max and Ruby are not British. Peppa oh, they're Pig. Canadian, right? I I don't know. I know they spoke with not an accent. They're like animated, super weird. It's like um, they're their like limbs dolls, kind of. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's my favorite part was uh, my favorite part was Max only said like one word for an entire episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so it was like his word yep. of the day. It's, it's, uh, Max. it's Canadian. Apparently, Max and Ruby is on Amazon Prime Video. If anybody was interested in going and streaming some Max and Ruby, uh, guys, I have to go right now. <laughs> um, quickly, before we get into the talk talk, because I'm on, I'm on the, the mind of like, um, yeah, foreign things. Uh, mm. Do you guys know that the original Godzilla movie, if you listen to the English version, the ha- over half the scenes are reshot. 
I did not know that. Really? No. Yeah, they they reshot the, everything that shows in the, the the American Reporter in that movie, the original Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. um, is all reshot because at the time Americans hated foreign films. Huh. Oh, wow. No way. And like, how were they supposed to understand if a bunch of people were talking like Japanese? Like, we're not going to read subtitles. We're in America. <laughs> <laughs> And also, like, the entire movie is basically kind of like, hey, America, that nuclear bomb thing was kind of messed up. Kind of not. So, guys, do you guys watch Godzilla with subs or dubs? (laughs) My favorite anime. Yeah, I'm going to be totally honest. I don't watch Godzilla at all. There was a Godzilla anime. (laughs) Of course. And a Western TV show. Yeah, you can't have a big kaiju like that without uh, an anime being made of them. Dude, I I love kaiju movies. Some of the Godzilla movies are basically just live-action anime anyway. You're right. Because they just bring in other huge kaiju and make them fight. Yeah. And, like, half of them, like, stem from Godzilla. It's just, like, weird bad Pokemon. Or, like, something out of Power Rangers. Yeah, still, what were you saying? <laughs> um, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, my kaiju? God. Kaiju? Kaiju. Kaiju. Yeah. Kaiju. Kaiju or cryptid? <laughs> Kaiju. Why <laughs> not That'd be a fun one. Just describe some like cartoon character really vaguely and they have to we have to figure out whether it's a cartoon or a cryptid. <laughs> a cartoon oh, or a cryptid. I have a bunch of I, I not within arm's reach at the moment, but I have a bunch of Godzilla movies just uh, fun. They're really fun. They are there? I love all of them. <laughs> Speaking of cryptids. Cryptids are one of the things that the Doc Doc is suggesting we talk about. Yes. It, it yes. is, in fact, one of the things. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, because I assume the Talk Doc itself is a cryptid. I would say oh. that's accurate. Or cryptid is it a kaiju? kaiju. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. How big it is. It's definitely yeah. not a kaiju. You guys It's, it's definitely growing every time. Here's the real question. Like, if mm-hmm. it keeps getting bigger and it's a cryptid, does it eventually become, does it eventually no longer a cryptid and becomes a kaiju? Well, I mean, that's what happened like, to Like, say Clifford. Bigfoot grew, like, a meter a year. Eventually, would he become a kaiju? Yeah, yeah. yes. But Bigfoot so. is like an animal. The Talk Doc isn't an animal. It's just, no. like, a, a presence. I would argue that the Talk Doc is an SCP. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, right. I agree. You're right, you're right. Wait, wait, can someone explain the difference between an SCP and a cryptid? SCP is... One is open uh, source, and uh, one is from crazy people. Yeah. <laughs> people think that cryptids actually exist. Now, SCP is an internet creative writing project. It's like a collaborative thing um, based around the idea of a foundation that captures and secures supernatural creatures and then inevitably it. gets murdered. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a really... It's one of the cooler things that the internet does. It's not always <laughs> good writing, but like it's it's just a really it's, interesting it's, concept. It's all with open source as well. Oh. Like, you can do anything. If someone is like, "Oh, wait, I made this monster," you could just part of like the agreements is if you write about this, like everything you use can be used by anyone else. There's a really um, I forget the name of the animation, but there is it's called S. It's called uh, Confinement, oh. which is um an a a, a a animation this guy does mm-hmm. um about. SCP. It follows a guy who uh, can basically die, basically gets, like can never die. Like if he if he dies, he just like respawns. Whatever. But it gets it gets like it gets like a really deep story. Like like starts like really massively developing his character. Like. But to to answer story. your to answer your question a little bit better, SCPs tend to have a much more like supernatural bent to them, whereas cryptids are more just like animals that might exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Like most cryptids are not like the kind of thing that you would look at and go mad, or or, or, or look at and kill you from looking at it. It's just like uh, animals squids. that may exist. 
Squids. We're not talking about Lovecraft again today. We've done that too many episodes in a row. <laughs> I'm not sure that was on or off the pod, to be honest. It, it was on the pod. It was on the pod? Was, okay. It was Definitely on the pod done. for the second episode, for, or the, the first episode, if you don't count the free trial, for sure. Yeah. Also, okay. yeah. just to be clear, I'm not sure if we talked about this. The free trial thing is a joke. Uh, yes, yes. yes. This, this podcast will never cost you money. <laughs> I've been asked multiple times if I have, they have to pay for it. <laughs> Do people not listen to podcasts? I guess. I don't know. I guess not. Like, I podcasts, like, at most are like the, oh, yeah, like. Mm-hmm. Who is making clicky noises with something? Sorry, I am. I have a, I have a well, it's technically a banjo capo, but I use it for my mandolin in my hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have a wide stop, range of I instruments. Stop doing that. That just seems like a great idea. Don't worry about it. Back to cryptids here. Mm-hmm. The oh. Doc says specifically conspiracy theories slash cryptids. Mm. Uh, does anybody have anything that comes to mind when they read that? The birds work for the bourgeoisie. <laughs> uh, I, I had Bird, one. That, come on, uh, birds aren't real. Don't be silly. Okay, yeah, birds yeah, aren't Dylan. real. They're just government spy cameras. Yes, that exactly. Well, okay. I would say the birds, birds most likely are real. Mm-hmm. Pigeons, on the other hand, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, giraffes aren't real. Giraffes are clearly not real. You're right. Yeah, they're the watchtowers, but <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're panopticons. Yeah, <laughs> um, pigeons are not real though because they think about it. What bird would voluntarily live in a city? This That's bird it. sucks. Mm-hmm. That's a they're, good point, I guess. Yeah, they're rats. They're basically winged rats, and I hate them a lot. But yeah, like, no, those ones are spies. Like in Cloudy and the Chance with Meatballs, when oh yeah, yeah, they have the literal rat birds that like fly around and pick up all the food off the ground. <laughs> oh yeah. No, you. It's even like it's even crazier though. The fact that, like some conspiracy theories actually are true. Mm. Uh, like, like, like what? Yeah, I was gonna say explain. Like, like, like um, so like, there's, there's like there's like times where like they they come true and you're like uh, hold up, or like MK Ultra that whole thing mm-hmm. used to be considered a conspiracy theory, but it's true. Like the CIA, like uh, declassified. Well, I mean, declassified, yes, they declassified uh, all the MK Ultra experiments, which is like wow, all these things people were saying like 20 years ago are true. Are you guys familiar with XKCD? You don't know XKCD? XKCD is a really, really famous webcomic uh, written by a NASA or a former NASA engineer um, about, like, really all kinds of things, but uh, typically science, math, coding type things. Um, But one of my favorite uh, issues of the... uh, Issues? Is that what you call an iteration of a webcomic? Yeah, probably. I'm going to send it to the Discord chat now so you guys can look at it. Oh, man. It's it's called... uh, mysteries.png um and it's a graph of mysteries charted on two axes axes from i have no explanation to explanation seems pretty clear and from not that weird to weird as hell um Mm -hmm. and just spending a couple hours googling some of the things on this graph can really throw you down a rabbit let's look at some of these things and some of these are like pretty obvious like you have like bigfoot blocked as a monster and some mm. of them are jokes, like uh, why I keep putting ice cream back in the fridge <laughs> instead of the freezer. <laughs> Not that yeah. weird. Explanation seems pretty clear. Yeah. Uh, who oh. Carly's singing about in your so vain? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it's, it's really clear who it is, but like that person can't say it's about them because, you know, mm. it's the whole point of the song is you're so vain, you probably think the song is about you. No, but the really. Oh. 
the really interesting quadrant here is you don't you don't know what they are what they're referring to no okay um so some of them are pretty famous the wow signal for instance is well which one specifically do you not get so i don't go around Um, explaining well if i'm being honest the one that catches my eye is uh the kentucky meat shower ah the kentucky (laughs) meat shower oh yes that the famous (laughs) kentucky meat shower well it's let's all do a collective google here Okay. okay. Not? <laughs> yeah, I'm very interested because I with a chance of meatballs. Kentucky. I used to live right next to Kentucky, so meat the Kentucky shower. Meat shower. 1876. Did you ever to, get meat to, showered? To read the Wikipedia article for a minute here was an incident occurring for a period of several minutes on March 3rd, 1876, where what appeared to be flakes of red meat measuring approximately five by five centimeters, with at least one being ten by ten centimeters. Fell from the sky in a 100 by 50 yard area near the settlement of Rankin in Bath County, Kentucky. There exist several explanations as to how this occurred and what the meat was, the most popular being the vulture theory in which a group of vultures regurgitated their meals and the pieces fell to earth from a reasonable height. However, the initial theory was of Nostock back. What does that mean? Nostock is a genus of cyan... We're going to fall down a Wikipedia (laughs) rabbit hole for a minute here. (laughs) Nostock is a genus of cyanobacteria found in various environments that form colonies composed of filaments of maniliform cells in a gelatinous... So it's like a a colonial bacteria that kind of comes together to form meat-like pieces, I guess is the idea. Wait, so how wide was the area that this meat shower covered? Uh, It says 100 100 yards by 50 yards. Oh, okay. wow. So, uh, so yeah, that's like, definitely just somebody might have had a farm and made this up. There appear to be multiple witnesses. Scientific American reported on it at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, it definitely could be made up. And there is there is a small jar of what they call to be the meat flakes that exists. Preserved. Do you see the picture Ooh. next to the weird like Roman head? I just went to Google Images and I got a picture oh. of a jar of meat and it's next to like a Roman like bust of a statue or something. Yeah, wait, yeah, that is weird. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh... <laughs> I don't think those two are connected, but maybe. I love this one that's called the Great Kentucky Meat Shower and it's just obviously a picture of someone like ripped up some ham and threw it on some grass. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Here's the oh, question. Yeah. Did any skydivers go missing that day? Oh uh, mm. it was eighteen seventy six. We hadn't invented it. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> also <laughs> also, um It was Kentucky though, so you never know. <laughs> I I what is what does that mean? Did the people of Kentucky fly autonomously? I think hey. it means eighteen seventies Kentucky man is the twenty twenty Florida man. That's probably mm. true, yes. Mm, conspiracy theory. But some of the other ones on this on this graph are fun. Uh, um. favorites of mine include the Toynbee tiles and the Diatlov Pass incident. What, I heard of that one, Diatlov Pass. Do you want to just explain really that one real quick? Yeah, it's yeah. about a group of hikers in the, the Ural Mountains um, in the, the 1960s or 70s um, who uh, they were all uh, like veteran hikers. They were college students. They were out for um, just having a time and they were camping in the Ural Mountains uh, during the snowy season. Um, and at some point during the night, they all voluntarily get out of their tent with no evidence of damage to their tent or that anyone else was there. And keep in mind that it's very snowy. So like if something else was there, there would have been footprints. Mm -hmm. They all get out of their tent without getting dressed, run away and freeze to death in various locations. Oh, what? So at some point, for some reason, these like nine or 10 people all independently decided that they needed to get out of their tent at any cost 
for no apparent reason. Okay, this is on here's, the here's, exp- here's here's my thing. Here's here's my take on that. I the other words when I think it's like it's on the explanation is pretty clear side. Yeah, that's it, it is on the explanation. Is pretty it, clear. Is, I think it might be hypothermia. Because late stage hypothermia, you feel like you're extremely hot. That is. So they could be trying to get into somewhere cold, so they so they feel like they're stuck. They stop like sweating and stop being so hot. Ah, that is what is considered to be a very clear explanation. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's a few other theories. uh, Unsurprisingly, a few of which involve yetis. Um, (laughs) Yetis. Oh wow. Do wait. Do yetis not leave footprints in the snow? Uh, (laughs) Shut up. I don't know. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> um, don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> but the one that really gets me is that uh, the Soviet Union was known to do secret weapons tests in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and the idea uh, was that they were testing some sort of sonic weapon or chemical weapon that would drive the people mad. Um, oh. And which, they were just kind of there unknowingly. Yeah, exactly. And they ended up covering it up because obviously it's the Soviet Union. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the sonic weapon was actually just a very large speaker blasting Smash Mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Smash Mouth like 50 years before Smash Mouth was a thing. Exactly, that's why it was a test. Well, I mean, if you... you, (laughs) And then they unleashed them on the Western world. Well, I don't know about you guys, but if you play Command & Conquer Red Alert 3, you know the Soviets had a time machine. (laughs) Oh, sugar, honey, iced tea, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, I do remember that one. Slight, slight, slightly off the topic of Christmas for a second. If anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, just look up um, Command and Conquer Red Alert 3 all cutscenes. It is one of the greatest things you'll ever watch. Command? George Takei plays the Emperor of Japan. I love that man. I'm forgetting who plays who plays the uh, the Commissar of Russia. It's also important to know that um, of the nine hikers, six of them died of hypothermia. Three died of unknown injuries. Really? That sounds like a cover-up. Like, the fact that, like, some of them, if they, because, like, it would be very clear if they all died of hypothermia. Yeah. The two people that were found under the tree had burned hands, which could mean that they were trying Ooh. to warm up and burned their hands. Or yeah. something burned their hands. Well, they're found under a tree. Maybe they're trying to start a fire with like rubbing the tree real fast to create the friction. <laughs> I mean, like, were these like burns of like friction up. burns or like burns like fire burns or chemical burns? I mean, if it was in the Soviet Union, it was probably covered up and they, no one ever talked about it. Well, yeah, that's the thing. There's never going to be like a lot of very good uh, information here. Two of them had fractured skulls, two more had major chest fractures, and one hiker was missing her tongue. Ooh, that one gets me. Soviet investigators listed the cause of death as, quote, a compelling natural force, unquote. Uh, <laughs> a compelling that's natural like, that's like That's like weirdly like superstitious for the Soviet Union. Mm-hmm. That's, that's like an official response. Spooky. There's like, well, that's that's how it is. It was a compelling natural <laughs> force, guys. It was Baba Yaga. They were also found almost an entire mile away from their campsite. Were they together or separated? Uh, they weren't like all in the same place, like, but they were all in the same it's, area. Yes. Yeah, all right. This opens yeah. up so much more than what you just initially described. Yeah, I was yeah. I was foggy on the details, but now I'm really mm. looking into this, and this is kind of wild. 
Um, I mean, like, my, right. my, my thing is, like, the people who had hypothermia, it's probably something similar to that, and then less, like, my, my guess is the hypothermia still. Like, mm-hmm. Could you get insanity from hypothermia? There, you, Your brain basically starts to shut down, so you can. Yes. Mm-hmm. But it's not, it, at least if my understanding is correct, it's not like a hot reaction, like, you don't feel overheated, you feel cozy and warm, and, like, you don't want to do anything, right? No, 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 yeah. like, you will, no, you will actively, like, people who have hypothermia. Like, in cases that we can, like, record, we'll actually take off coats because they feel too hot. Yeah, haven't you ever, like, stuck your hand into snow and then taken it back out and, like, run inside where it's a little bit warmer? And, like, it starts burning and it stings yeah. a bit? Oh, but, like, an extreme version of that. Yeah, yeah except like that over your entire body. Okay, so this is this is an important tidbit. Um, Despite nasty weather and slower progress than they'd planned, their last diary entries reflected high spirits. Charmingly, in a very typical Soviet way of bonding, they even produced a small newspaper about the trip, which they titled The Evening Ortotin, and which bore the headline, From now on, we know that the snowmen exist. It goes on to say they can be bet in the nor- they can be met in the northern Urals next to Ortotin Mountain. They were, it's thought, probably joking and jokingly referring to themselves. It's also notable that this mountain that their campsite was on is called Dead Mountain. Uh, <laughs> that is like Batman and his parents walking down Crime Alley and being surprised <laughs> something happened. <laughs> Murder I mean, pass. I yeah. Mean, the other. Mm, I mean, the thing is, there, there are there are records of like. Of like there, there were like still like holdouts against the Soviet Union and the Urals throughout their entire existence. Mm-hmm. I mean, there still are against Russia. There's a whole section mm-hmm. of Russia that's technically rebelling against Russia. We just yeah. never hear about because they don't do anything because like they're in like Siberia and they have like no way of actually doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like there's like, there's like an armed military like insurgency in oh. Russia. Okay, so this is yeah. this is an an interesting tidbit here as well. Um, the most experienced mountaineer of them, a guy named Zolotaryov, fled the camp with his camera but without his coat. Oh, what was there anything on the camera? Uh, do you the think Soviet the Soviet Union. Union would tell us that if there was? Uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so someone. If there was, someone does know about the existence of whatever killed yes. these hikers. So, if this is anything more than hypothermia, someone is aware of what happened. Because it was thoroughly investigated by the Soviet Union. Whoa. They just, like, and they concluded either it was didn't a natural publish force. their... Yeah, they concluded that it was a compelling natural force. Wait, what if... I mean, my, my question is, if they're trying to cover it up, why not just say they all died of hypothermia? Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good what point. I was confused about. Oh, yeah. Wait, what if they there all... Has, there has been, like, the people who didn't die of hypothermia, there has to be enough different that, like, they couldn't cover it up as that. What What if they all Which ate the they meat? they died of two different types of things. What if they all ate the meat? <laughs> from the Kentucky, <laughs> from the Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky meat shower. There was a secondary Kentucky meat shower. <laughs> In, in the, the Ural Mountains. Mountains. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, no, what if they were the meat from the meat shower, and then their bodies oh. just, like, like the woman's missing tongue got sliced up and flew all the way to Kentucky it's from, imp- from the it's, top of the mountain. It's important to note that they never found the tongue. 
Whoa. I mean, it's okay. not actually like it. Pro- an animal might have ate the tongue. That's possible. The yeah, Yeti took no, it as a trophy. It, 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 it was cut out, or at least they say that it was cut out, which would be something that investigators could determine as different from an animal getting it. Yeah, because it'll be it'd be a clean cut. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or like but her biting o- it off. Other than the tongue, no soft tissue damage was observed, and all of the bone trauma that was observed could not have been inflicted by a human being. It says that it was equally severe to that of a car crash. Ooh. Wow. Oh. Hmm. Is there any is there any like uh theory that they could have been taken any like hard drugs or something like that? I don't know. This is, is also important. And what, perhaps, where's where's the land? If they fell, they could have the same impact as the car crash if they fell somewhere. Uh it mm-hmm. says that they were in a ravine, but I'm not it it's Yeah, if they fell down some part of the fell. ravine or something like that. I don't it, know. It's possible, yeah. Or also this like fight or flight response is like it's like like the primal human reaction like people there's like regular people can just like lift up like some cars if like their body's like go 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 enough Mm -hmm. so it's like there's there's possible they could have just been running around with like such energy and such force they just hit something and cracked something okay so here's an important bit due to an absence of a guilty party the inquest was closed in may of 1959 only a few short weeks after the last four bodies were discovered and the files were archived and classified when they finally became accessible in the 1990s post-Soviet era, parts of them were missing. Yeah, parts definitely, of cover up. definitely cover up. Definitely parts of cover the up. files, not parts of the bodies. Oh, oh, oh okay. 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 It's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a cover up. It's definitely not something that like somebody at like during like the collapse is like, we can't let them find this out. No, that's yeah. something that like at the time someone's like, just no, destroy some of the files. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's also uh, the ski. Some of the skiers' clothing was contain was found to contain significant levels of radiation. All right, wait, wait. So well, uh, it could also be radiation poisoning. That while we're on this topic, ha- have you heard that the theory that the Yeti is just a different version of Bigfoot? Like they're the same mm-hmm. species. Just I think that makes yeah. pretty pretty solid yeah. sense. Yeah, I think that's uh, quite obvious. That, 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 makes, that makes more sense than having this like one large like. Mm-hmm. primate that just kind of walks around the world wait and going off wait, of that did, any, did anyone suggest that bigfoot is like one animal yeah that's what that's what a big theory is no way really? haven't you, wait haven't you seen well, harry no and the way. hendersons i have seen harry and the hendersons yeah. that's true <laughs> the exactly. bigfoot you're right <laughs> you're right <laughs> the bigfoot documentary harry i always and the thought that bigfoot was just the name of a species which is like yeah, way same. more I mean, there was there was a species that fits the characteristics, but they are extinct. Okay, is Bigfoot a we cryptid? We know because we killed all of them and took over their Bigfoot. Life. Bigfoot is like the quintessential cryptid. Bigfoot oh, is the yeah. definition of a cryptid. Or is he a kaiju? Because he got some big feet. Mm, like, oh, you're right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, hold on, hold on. Like uh, Godzilla's Godzilla. Okay, we're not talking about Manila because Manila is like a cartoony horror. No, but um, uh, like there's like the baby Godzilla in the, what is it? It's in the second series, of um. Oh, I know of, what you're talking of, about. Of um, Godzilla movies. There's just a small Godzilla, and eventually the mother Godzilla because she because her basically hearts a nuclear reactor is having a meltdown, and mm-hmm. um, and basically gives all the radiation power to like her her daughter or son or whatever. I don't know, um. And then he fights, uh, I believe it's Desestroya, which I, if I remember correctly, is the 
last movie in the second series. Uh, well, not the last movie. The last movie that isn't like a uh, Godzilla beat em up, like fight all the monsters thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like that's it at a kaiju is this baby Godzilla. Okay. So maybe well, it's a long explanation to say maybe Bigfoot's a kaiju. Wait, wait. So there is precedent. We're, we're going back to Clifford here. When okay. Clifford was born, Clifford was just a normal sized dog. But yes. what's your name gave him so much love, he grew so big. Initial right. Clifford. I, I, I still we're think we're I still all think familiar with the Clifford lore. Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> Initial Clifford. Clifford? Clifford. Uh, Clifford. Cliff lore. <laughs> Cliff lore. Initial Clifford. Is he a kaiju? Oh, yeah, oh. he's a kaiju. Sorry, y'all that's... caught me blowing my nose. I don't oh, think that's even cool. questionable. Um, yeah, I, I think kaijus don't have to be – they don't have to be born large. Yeah, okay. I would agree with that. It, it's about the destination, not the journey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you okay. guys know there was a um, – uh, I'll use air quotes on this one – Bigfoot sighting in Hollis? I did not know. There was, and um, I use air quotes because in it 1973. was <laughs> – <laughs> Well, because it was a prank, and I, I know the people who did it. it really? Was, okay, it was like someone my dad knew. I don't remember. But it was, um, do you guys know where the flea market is? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I guess people Bigfoot. like live around there. I lived yeah. around there at one point, like trailers or whatever. Yeah, they and... still do. There's a big Trump sign. Oh, okay. I've never seen them, but um, I love the flea market though. But so someone, it was someone my dad knew like when he was younger. Uh, they were like, let's pull a Bigfoot prank. And they got one of their like bigger friends to put on this uh, coat made of like coconut hairs or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Someone they went up that went into this. Yeah. And, and they went up to uh, a trailer and they all started like shaking it. Uh, everyone got on one side and started like pushing on it. And then when they opened the door, the guy in the coat ran away. Oh, so huh. it was a, uh, there was a, a wild Bigfoot sighting. Huh. Uh, Look, maybe Bigfoot just wanted to know about the flea market. He yeah. wants second-hand goods at a competitive price. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. I love the flea market so much. It is so fun. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like... Uh, okay. The, uh, the real supernatural event in Hollis, New Hampshire, though, is uh, that we have a super haunted graveyard. Yes, we do. Whoa, whoa, which like, one? Blood uh, Cemetery. Wait, 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 Alex, 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 why are you saying oh, we? We, we live I'm in sorry. Brookline. I consider Hollis and Brookline to be the same town. We share a newspaper. <laughs> that's all it takes. I do. Yeah, fair um, oh, man. But I it's, like, it's really, really like famously haunted. Like Ghost hunters come to that cemetery. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, with I've the never, name, like, I've, Blood Cemetery. Yeah, well, it's named after a person named Blood, not our elementary school music teacher, who oh, we have I now s- called out twice on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> She's bad at her job. Um, but uh, the there was a, an old family of people named Blood and Hollis, and supposedly the... one of them has a grave with a hand pointing to heaven on it, and if you go into the grave uh, at midnight on a full moon, it points downwards. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's spooky. Wait, go to or go into the grave? No, go to the grave. It's <laughs> not like a grave. tomb. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah you, have to, you have to go like grave digging every every full moon. 
But like now they lock up that cemetery at night, which they don't do to any other cemetery in Hollis or Brookline. No. Uh, because people kept sneaking into it to see if it was haunted. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't like uh mm. It's oh, got man. like I'm looking at a picture of the semen of the um of the hand right now. The finger yeah. doesn't really look like a finger. It looks more like he's holding like a like a pointed object. Do you know what I mean? Interesting. Let me let me Stand find what you're looking at. The number of the number of fingers don't add up. It definitely is a finger, but it looks like a pointed object. Hold on, I need to look at this picture. Hold on. Uh, it's able blood. I think. Yeah, but, I, I, I see what I see what you're saying because like the hand is weirdly tilted. Find like, a I feel like the finger looks like that because of wear and tear. Yeah. Findagrave.com is such an awesome resource. Like I'm saying that entirely unironically for historical research and stuff like that. It's just so cool. Findagrave.com. Yo, there's this picture of this dude. You just like put um, in a first name and a last name, and you find a grave. There's just this dude, like it's a picture of a dude and. Uh, and in the blood cemetery and this it's he's just sitting on someone's grave which like i don't know that 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 sounds very disrespectful yeah yeah but also there's one picture here that just looks like it has like a bullet hole through it these these are not in the same cemetery though i'm just going down Ah. um, (laughs) i did find one picture of the able blood gravestone that does have the finger pointed down yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Wait, wait, the headstone is no longer there because it was broken by vandals. Because of the vandalism, police keep a watchful eye on the cemetery, especially on Halloween night. No Aww, way. Come on. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah, that's awful. Also, that picture is, that picture is definitely doctored heavily. <laughs> what How picture? is that like most likely, most likely. The upside it, it, down. It's, it's at an angle which like none of the other pictures of it are. Also, um... Could that be post vandalization though? I don't. Do we believe in ghosts? No, no. There's just such a just such a heavy filter on that image too. Mm-hmm. I I I do personally believe in ghosts. I have had multiple very spooky incidents. Okay, I'm sorry. You're, okay, you're okay, gonna need okay, to elaborate well, on that. Okay, yeah. okay. Wait, no, no, hold on. I, okay, so the doctored image for people who are watching, so they can understand. Um, it shows it shows the same image twice by with one of the fingers pointing up, one pointing down. But one pointing down, there's a darker outline around the finger, which makes me think someone cut it out and flipped it. Oh, you're totally right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ghost yeah, yes. stories here. Spooky. This is a spooky episode. That's the theme for this one. It is yeah, a spooky, spooky episode. episode. Um. So I have save two... it for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll see this episode eight eight four. months from now. Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, I have two major events. One was when I was like really young. We had this uh this Yoda doll. And yeah, no, no, listen, listen. Damn. <laughs> we have this Yoda doll and we'd have it on the count or the counter. I think if I'm not wrong, it was motion activated. So if you'd walk That's in front terrifying. of it and say like a Yoda quote or something. And so it just kept going off. We assumed that the um like something was broken in it, like the motion sensor. Like yeah. when no one was in the room, it would just go off. Yeah, it just start going off. We'd be like laying in bed, and we'd or hear like maybe it sensed a ghostly presence. Maybe. Yeah. So, but after that, we um we took the Yoda doll and we took out the batteries because we were gonna reuse them, and we threw out the Yoda doll because it was just so broken. And one night, we were like sitting in the living room right next to the trash can and from the trash can we just hear 
Mm. <laughs> it was that's like pretty, really that's, damn. That's pretty spooky. Yeah, that's it was like really distorted spooky. because like the batteries were out. So like I don't know. It I sounded mean, like, like that, it was on low power. Be, there could there could be a charge still in like the capacitors. Mm-hmm. Still though, man. Exactly. That's... Yeah. Setting it's aside like, the fact that it was a Yoda doll, because that that makes it a okay, little bit okay, more funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> we want to talk about the real terrifying thing in our childhood. No. Y'all remember Furbies? Oh my, oh god. my god, yes. I do remember Furbies. I had one. But I, Dylan has another ghost story that I think we need. So, to- my other ghost story happened in the house I lived in after. I used to live, for those who don't know, I used to live in Ohio. And I lived right next to one of the exits of the Underground Railroad. So, really? oh. yeah, we, we used to take field trips there. And one time my brother took a field trip and... For some reason, he grabbed a rock and he brought it home with him from the Underground Railroad. And my house was haunted ever since then. Really? Just like the upstairs where my brother was. You got a ghost rock? Yeah, a a ghost rock. rock. (laughs) Like the ghost like, hey, I was going to collect that. I thought it looked cool. (laughs) Um, That's mine. So one night that sticks out to me, (laughs) one night that sticks out to me is we were both asleep. My brother was upstairs and I was downstairs and the, the stairs to his room, like was right in front of my room. And one night I was, I dreamt this, but it didn't feel like a dream. I woke (laughs) up, I woke up, I came down the ladder. I was on the top bunk of my bunk bed and I go out into our hallway and I go to use the bathroom, which is at the end of the hallway, right next to the back door. And I walk to the back door and right before I hit the bathroom, the door swings open and there's this dude standing there. And like, I I can't, I can't think of his face. Like it it was just like, it's like a blur, but he comes over, grabs me. And like he he holds me by the stomach, and I like try to scream, but nothing will come out. Mm, and so it's extremely that, spooky. Yeah, it's like that for a little bit, and then like I wake up, and I so wake it was up. A dream. And, yeah, it was a dream. But I wake. <laughs> no, listen, listen. I wake up and like scared. I, I like get out of bed to go grab some water, and as I open my door, my brother comes down the stairs. We had the exact same dream. Oh my god! That yeah. Oh my god. Okay, okay. Fun, fun, fun conversations here. We that could bring us into Jungian psychology, the collective uh, unconscious. I'm gonna have to go with no thank you on <laughs> on Jungian psychology, at least for today. It's better um, than Freudian psychology. Oh my god! Don't <laughs> talk about Freud. Freud. <laughs> so the difference is, like, Jung actually had some good theories. Freud mm. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Freud Freud was, was wacko, just terrible. Uh, he did a lot of cocaine, but he was important mm. in the um the like development of psychology. He was, a, he was very important. Yeah. Um, Dylan, that whole thing where you where you were having the same dream—that's unbelievably spooky. That is, is like the spookiest thing. Okay, one one. Okay, so uh, so you dream? Let me think. So I had, I, so I, had a, I had a repeating nightmare as a child. Mm-hmm. I have one of these two that I would like to share after Ethan's okay. done. Yeah. Uh, so basically, there's, there's this pool of water, and the pool of water is like a, like a playset, you know, like mm-hmm. there's like a slide, there's like a little bridge, whatever. And on this playset are the characters from Shrek. <laughs> Except oh. here's the thing: they want to get off of there. 
And the thing is, they can't swim. And also the water's full of sharks. <laughs> so it's my job to swim back and forth and bring them back to land. <laughs> it always gets till I get to the last person. Mm-hmm. And as I'm bringing them over, I get eaten by a shark. Oh, Who was the God. last person? Was it always Shrek? No, it was usually Donkey. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> this is significantly less spooky than mine. <laughs> I love I love dreams like that though, where the thing that's going on is so like weird that Absurd. it really shouldn't be scary. But or the in time your mind, I had a dream was stuck scary. in a car with a bunch of vampires, and halfway through the car, I'm like, "Oh, you guys are vampires." I go, "Yep." I'm like, mm, and I start like looking around. <laughs> <laughs> like, know. oh, what's, what's my way out of this? We're on a highway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, um, Alex, would you like to yes, share your dream? my dream? I would love to share my my spooky dream. Um, mm-hmm. This is a recurring dream that I had for like a couple of years as a kid. Not like every night for a couple of years, but I was having it like on a regular basis for a long time. And I still get it once in a while. Yeah. Um, but in this dream, I'm in my house. Um, and for some reason, this dream has the timeline as if it's like told in third person past tense. So I'm going to tell it that way. Okay. Yeah, um, that's me. But you're wondering how I got here. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually um, the narrating your dream. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a very weird dream um but the the first event that happens in this dream is we start finding like small animals dead in our yard like like um raccoons and squirrels and stuff like that just like yeah. corpses of them in the yard um kind of torn apart like really nastily killed oh wow. um like like ender's game yes <laughs> i say I struggling to remember the plot to ender's game Oh, <laughs> the brother was like, all right, never mind, never mind. Oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The brother was a psychopath, yeah. yeah. Yes, I remember that, okay. Um, he also wrote stuff on the internet, and somehow it worked. Um, <laughs> but the, uh, and, and then that goes on for like a couple of nights. Yep. Um, and and, and every, every morning we'd find new dead stuff in the yard. And then it'll start getting like bigger. Mm-hmm. Like we'll start seeing like foxes. And then maybe a deer. Um. But, like, we just keep discovering, like, bigger and and bigger dead animals in the yard. And then the last thing that happens in the dream every time is it gets my, whatever it is, gets my dog. And then I wake up. And that's the dream, like, every single time that I've had it, which is a lot of times. That's horrible. Yeah. It's it's, it's a really, really unpleasant dream. And then the implication is also just, like, super spooky. Oh, yeah. And the fact that I have it so many times makes me, like, pretty uncomfortable. And your dream never reveals what it is? No, never. Ooh. I have no you know, idea. You know, you know what it, you know, I feel like it might be? Like, what? that, like, it might be coming from? Because we have a lot of coyotes around here. Yeah. Coyotes, yeah. Will, do. Do, coyotes will do that to things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Well, I, we have, I have foxes that live in my yard, which sometimes end up dying in the dream. But we find, like, dead small animals in my yard all the time because we have foxes. Yeah. Never a deer. That's not a thing that happens. Mm. Uh, with with uh, koi wolves, that uh, could be a thing. Maybe. Hmm. We're also uh, dealing with uh, Alex's dream reality. Again, yes, this is yeah, true. Not true. something true. that happens. In, well, I mean, I mean, like it, it has kind of stemmed from somewhere. You know, if you've been having it since you were a child, like well, how think, did your child mind come up with this I, horrific I, scenario? I think the only possible explanation is that there is uh, some kind of horror monster in the woods that is psychically communicating with me. Yeah, oh, is it Bigfoot. I'd agree. <laughs> Maybe it's Bigfoot. It could be Bigfoot. I don't think Bigfoot would kill my dog, though. According to Harry and the Henderson, he's just too nice for that. 
Oh, what a nice good guy, Bigfoot. Good guy, Bigfoot. I love the people that believe Bigfoot has like magical aspects too. <laughs> yeah, like, already, already. There's the idea that this one, uh, that that there's this species of like ape things that wander around that we have found no physical evidence of. Mm. But also that it's sometimes linked with magical things like floating orbs and sometimes it can have like psychic abilities. They're clearly confusing Bigfoot with aliens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, Wait, on, is, is Bigfoot an alien? No. Could be. Bigfoot. We don't know. I mean, know. I mean, there are some crypt uh, some aliens that are considered cryptids. Mm. Yeah, You've but, never like, seen are... like a furry alien. Yeah, exactly. What are the odds that, like... Look, look, I'm an, not going to judge alien? an alien by its kinks, and that's my official stance. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds that an alien from another world evolves on, like, that close to an identical path as humans and ends up being, like, a recognizable primate? I mean, That would yeah, never I mean, happen. Well, like, why probably? From what, from what we know, at least if it's carbon-based life form, it's probably a planet similar to Earth's. Mm -hmm. If it's a planet similar to Earth's, then we have a very optimized, like bone structure or whatever yeah but there are not a lot of planets similar to earth the odds the odds are good that the first life that we find at least maybe not all life that we find but the first life that we find isn't going to be carbon-based and it's not going to look like anything that we automatically recognize as life oh yeah no i mean like there are so there are billions and billions there, there's like a lot of planets we don't yeah. know maybe they're yeah. far away and we have no clue that there's a there's like an earth exactly like ours but if there's exactly two exactly two primate based species yeah uh, spa primate based spacefaring species in the universes what are the odds that the other one finds us uh, what are the odds that we find i mean them? i assume they're probably really similar to us so if we can't find them they won't find us what what if like Precisely. they're the exact same earth but like they started a hundred or a hundred million years before we did and you like, think we're still gonna be here in a hundred million years. We're not. What if they evolved, but like further than we did? So they have these magical powers and have grown. What if this they're like? The, what if they're like the Kaminoa Star Wars, and their planet got wiped out by a mass flood? But those who survive are asexual and only reproduce through like cloning because they only believe in eugenics and how everyone needs to be the best possible version of themselves. Is that how they work in Star Wars? I've never, yeah, it I've never is. knew that. Oh, Kaminoans weird. are horrifically xenophobic and like uh, they're really into eugenics in the expanded universe. Is that oh, wow. that's why it is that why it's raining all the time there? No, that's that's because of the flooding, the weather thing, which killed off most of them. And they uh, only <laughs> saved they only save the most pristine specimens of their species. And <laughs> oh, they wow, only kind of they funny. only recreate uh, procreate through cloning, which is why mm. they have the most advanced cloning in the galaxy. Alex, oh. were you thinking they like cloned the rain or something? <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. Clone the clouds, bro. Let's clone the weather. <laughs> the, the only thing I know about Camino is the rain, because of that one uh, level of Lego Star Wars where you were just always falling into the ocean. Bro, oh, oh my yeah. god! But you had to like get off to the side to like, like collect the studs and stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh. Yep, yep. oh my god. All right, unironically, Lego games are fantastic. They yeah, are. they're really good. They're some of the oh, best. There's, there's, there's a lot of iffy ones. Yeah. Like, definitely yeah. Lego Star Wars and Lego superheroes are good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All um, the Lego I have, I have Jurassic World, which is a little iffy. Okay. I but granted, see. I'm also going into like, having only played like Lego Batman and the Lego Star Wars games. 
Same, yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, not... I, it might just be a very different feel that I'm not used to. And yeah. you, you do get to turn yeah. into dinosaurs, though, Ooh, to do, to do certain awesome. tasks, which is kind of cool. I played the Lego Batman games for the first time, like, last semester, because I was super bored. Like the OG, like, PS2 ones? I played Lego Batman 3 and Lego Batman 2, uh, and I have the new one, which I have barely touched, I gotta, but I want to play I have more. I have Lego Batman, the first one for the DS. I'll see if I can lend it to you. I can find Ooh, it. Fine. Also, that's, uh, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Just so you guys know, we're about to cross the hour mark. It's uh, we actually nine, just crossed the hour mark. 55 seconds. Hey, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm. We should probably get a little bit more content in since some of this is going to get edited down, but I think we're just about good. Yep, yep. That's yeah, no, exactly. um, Lego Batman. <laughs> <laughs> when I like, very... like that, that's the first time I ever saw a game like that where you could play as the bad guys. Yeah. yeah. So I was so like cool. super, like, 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 it's like, it's like, well, Lego Star Wars, you like, you like unlocked the bad guys, whatever. But like, mm-hmm. there was an entire separate game where you just do the bad guy levels, where it's like the predecessor to whatever Batman has to deal with in those exact same levels. Yeah, like yeah. That, that was that's really why I like, cool. That's why I like so much about Lego games is you play as all these different characters, and you're just able to do whatever you want, and you yeah. can go back and play all these different scenes with these different characters, and like see all the different things you could do. I never played the Lego Batman games. I played the Lego Indiana Jones games a lot. I love that one too. I have the DS of that too somewhere. It's really enjoyable because you get to kill Lego Nazis. Yeah, you do get to kill Lego Nazis. Here's the thing though. The differences between like DS and uh, PlayStation are really big. So Yeah. uh, Yeah, so like I played both the Lego Indiana Jones on the DS and on uh, the Wii. Mm -hmm. And the Wii one is so much nicer. In my yeah. in my humble opinion, I played basically all of them on the Wii. I've played mm-hmm. like one one on my Xbox 360 and one on my PC. I mm-hmm. I played all the Lego Star Wars games I've played have been on the computer on the PC, but all everything else has been on uh, DS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're uh, all on Steam. Oh wow! Yeah, they all of massive, them. They had a massive sale like a while back. They have I, a massive I picked up sale, so many like, not that irregularly. Yeah, well, Lego no, but like specifically are... on Lego games, and like they were almost like free, like that cheap. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I've gotten a couple for free. I got the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings for free. Oh yeah, they're, those are no longer on Steam either. Really? They yeah. gave them away as freebies for a little while. Good mm-hmm. snatch, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I haven't think. played them yet, um, but I just like try to buy anything that's temporarily free on Steam because why would you not, right? I yeah. feel like I should watch the movies before I play the Lego games. The that's one of the, that's one of the nice things about like the Lego games is that like you can you like you don't have to know the movies like it it tells its own story. Also, yeah. Dylan, how have you not seen the Lord of the Rings? What is wrong with you? Uh, they're on Netflix. You no longer have an excuse. I mean, they're <laughs> not. They're the theatrical cuts. So like, eh. But <laughs> I, I just don't have 14 hours to set aside to watch. That, full- yeah, that's again, 14 it's hours. The, it's a theatrical cut, so it's like eight hours at most. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's still a okay. long time. Of just yeah. It's a long time. It's a long that's time. a lot of movies. If you, want, if you don't want the theatrical cuts, I have all the movies on DVD with all of the special features. The, oh, the extended no. editions are for sure the superior watching experience, but the theatrical cuts are good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the extended uh, editions will just take you so long. Yeah, they really do. <laughs> They're all like four hours long. Oh my god. No, thank you. I find it really interesting how they like they did all that and still like with even with like the 
like director's cut or whatever extended cut. Like it still didn't cover everything that happened in the books. Oh yeah, no! They already stretched close. the Hobbit into three movies, which it didn't. There is <laughs> yeah, that was a near, a near absurd amount of content in the Lord of the Rings books. I don't know if you guys have read them. Um, yeah. Do you no. know what I really want? I want like a mini series based off the Cimmerillion. I think that's in the works, or something Isn't similar actually? in the works. Yeah, I think there's there's a Silmarillion <gasps> adaptation in production right now. Yes! Uh, for those listening who don't know, the Silmarillion... So, Lord of the Rings takes place during the Third Age of Middle-Earth. This um, podcast about to get real nerdy for a minute. Yeah. Uh, the Silmarillion <laughs> the very is basically end, like, real nerdy. hey, let me catch you up. It's like it's like the beginning of like Lord of the Rings is like, hold up, yeah, that's me. I guess you're wondering how I got here. The Cimmerillion is the, is the flashback. It's a it basically covers the history like, of the first two ages of Middle Earth. It is the dedicated lore book. Yeah. Oh wow. Like he just published an entire. It's what and it's what like 500, 600 pages long. It's a huge yeah. book. Uh, it, it, it's just all lore. <laughs> oh, so it's like Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. It's just about the lore. Well, yeah. It, except it's, it's, it's except it's instead of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, covers. it's good. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> it it it's pitched as a narrative. It's not like supposed to be like a textbook of lore. Like it's it's a story, but it's like all just background information to the actual. Oh wow! Story. Have you guys read um, the Aragon series? I've read the first couple of books. I don't know if I remember. I tried one. to read it, but like I felt like when I tried to start reading it, I was like kind of past the age that was like where I should have been reading the books. See, I Not had the know. opposite experience that when I tried to start reading it, I was definitely younger than me. <laughs> that was the dragon one. And they uh, yeah, were yeah. Okay. Uh, extremely violent for my taste at the that's time. Also, that's also about like when like because of growing up, like my dysgraphia hit me hard. So like reading no longer became an option. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Reading reading is so good though. Yeah, I I just can't do it. My eyes, no, like, I my know. brain just can't yeah. read or write. So I have to listen to audiobooks, which I love. I was gonna say, hey, okay. Ethan, have you heard about have you heard about Audible? <laughs> <laughs> Using the code, this will take. <laughs> no, we are not sponsored by Audible. <laughs> no, we're not. Yet. We're not. Not yet. <laughs> waka waka. Before you know it, we're gonna have free audiobooks, and we're gonna get mattresses from Casper. Let's hope. Is that is that still a thing? Casper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. So. <laughs> I hear it's our uh, dream sponsorship. Mattresses from Casper. Mattresses from Casper. <laughs> All right, I but can't on wait to that be sponsored by Skillshare. <laughs> on that note, everyone, I think that's going to bring it to the end of this episode of This Will Take an Hour. Thank you all yeah. so much for joining yeah, gotta, us. I gotta like go get in the shower so we could leave to get to Plymouth on time. Yeah, everyone's yeah, gotta can... scoot. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Uh, you can find this podcast Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Mm. Our glorious editor is Dylan Silcox. <laughs> Ethan King does our music. Uh-huh. And Sam uh, and I are just kind of here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, and shout out to Craig, our Discord recording bot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Craig. And I guess um, we should also thank the Talk Doc for uh, guiding us through hard times. I yes. guess. Yes. yes. Praise yes. the Talk Doc. Praise kinda, the Talk Doc. It kind of seems like it might get upset with us if we don't thank the Talk Doc. <laughs> so. Yeah. so praise the Talk Doc. You know all that mm-hmm. stuff. Talk Doc, you have the prettiest eyes I've ever seen. And remember to praise along at home. Yeah, praise yeah. the Talk Doc, everyone. All right, ready? Three. Two, Two, one, one. praise the, the talk, talk dog. I thought we were clapping out. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> that's how we start games during our improv shows, that we count down from three and then get everybody to clap.
So I thought that's <laughs> what we were doing to end the pod, but apparently we were praising the talk talk. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Thank you all so much for joining. You can find us at this will take a minute on Instagram, or if you want to shoot us an email, this will take a minute at gmail.com. And uh, the Discord's now up and working. Yes, the Discord's now up and working. We'll have that link somewhere on our Instagram, most likely. Yeah. Um, so check it out. Join, join it. Mm-hmm. Talk to us. I'm on Discord nearly constantly all day, <laughs> so you can always ask me things. Ethan, are there any updates on when the song is going to be posted? Uh, no, because I got busy this week. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully next week, we'll Ho- find out. Hopefully next week. All right. Thank you all so much for joining. Catch you all next time. <laughs>